I Don't Know Radio is part of the Podcast NH Network. Check out PodcastNH.com for other shows that are honestly way better than this piece of shit. W-I-D-K. This is I Don't Know Radio. This show is not for kids, so don't go running off and tattle to the FCC. Remember, snitches get stitches. It's Fishstick, Lulu, the Professor, and Mulch on 1091 WIDK, the I Don't Know Morning Show. Good Monday morning. Welcome to your high class, low fat, gluten free learning spree of a Monday morning radio show. I'm Fishstick. I'm the professor. Uh, I'm Lulu. And I'm Chesterfield C. Chetson. And our friend Chesterfield C. Chetson here is responsible for a total rebranding that is happening here at the station. Uh, it's almost oh. appalling. That explains the whole intro. Yeah. Um, I didn't see that coming. We <laughs> haven't paid to replace Mulch's name in it, but as you can tell, the, the, the tagline's a little bit different. We're now a high-class, low-fat, gluten-free learning spree. Because stress, stress on the high class. Well, stress on the high class? On the high class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so what, what was wrong with it before, Chet? Well, contrary to your intro, we received numerous complaints from the FCC. You've had a few snitches, if you will. About, about the catchphrase, though. Time about, to deliver some stitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, time to live up to that promise. <laughs> you know, we never had this problem on, uh, on NPR. Okay, so I think it bears um, a little bit of explanation as to what Chet here is doing on the show. Yeah, why isn't Mulch here? Yeah, yeah, I miss Mulch. Well, I was reviewing the books, and the numbers just didn't add up. And the pizza place has been billing you for every hour that he was here. Oh my! Wait, God. hold up. What? So he has been recalled back to said pizza place and put to work making pizzas. Okay, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to be gone until we get this sorted out. Yeah, is this a permanent thing, or, or like, what's going on? We need the funds. Oh, God. Okay. Okay, so Mulch is, <laughs> Mulch is back, essentially, in his childhood home then. And uh, I guess we're, we're, to put it politely, stuck with you, Mr. Chet. That you are, my friend. That and you are. It, it's not really a choice of yours that I am here, nor of mine. Well, we'll, we'll see how this goes, then. I guess. So, yeah. so you're going to take care of Mulch's segment. <laughs> yes, I will try to, to bring a more... Highbrow audience under the umbrella of I Don't Know Radio. Oh, that's great. Thank you. All of our listeners know that they are lowbrow listeners. Right, yeah. So. Way to add to insult to injury. <laughs> Coming <Ooh>. up. <laughs> Chet's hitting hard from the get-go. Coming up this show, we got some great topic topics. We're going to be talking about being chased and also superpowers. Uh, for Professor's Life De-Stressor, we're going to be talking about a lost kangaroo. And for Lulu's viewer reviews, I will be reviewing something that is meant for one thing, but it's actually used for many things. And in the Chesterfield News Garden, we will talk about the troubles <laughs> of Peppa Pig on today's youth. All right, we've got a word from our sponsors, surely very high class, and then we're going to drop right into Fish Sticks Topic Topics. Stay close. The Lost Temple of the Monkey is now open. You can purchase a key and enter the caves and see if you can find the hidden treasure chest. Watch out, around every corner is an aggressive primate. See if you can survive the caves of the ancient monkey tombs to find the hidden treasure. Keys will be available for purchase at the door for $60. Proof of health insurance is required for this event, and it is recommended for children and adults 12 and up. Good luck. Here comes way too much information. Send your topics to I don't know radio at gmail.com and they'll end up here on Fish Sticks Topic Topics. 
Fish Sticks Topic Topics brought to you this Monday by Synthetic Tweed. In a world where tweed is still being legalized, wear what you want without fear of jail. Synthetic Tweed. <laughs> I'm assuming you buy it at the gas stations that are a little dark. <laughs> All right, so this fish stick topic topic was sent in by Jason Lee. Thank you, Jason. And Jason says, would you rather be chased by fast creatures, zombies, ghosts, dentists, whatever, for half an hour of running a day or by very slow creatures constantly where they'll continually pursue you forever, but at such a slow speed that you can just move when they get too close? What would you rather have happen? Okay, you can go first. Hold on. Zombies. Fast? Fast zombies. There. Have you played Half-Life? Probably. No, there can be fast or slow zombies. <laughs> there can be. All right, but we're assuming they're fast. Uh, in, if you choose fast. If you choose fast, fast zombies. If you choose slow, slow zombies. My question here is, is fighting an option? Like, hmm. if you are heavily armed, can you choose slow and just be like, I'll just, you know, keep a full clip on my desk and pop them as they come the problem with oh. that is you're definitely assuming like a post-apocalyptic reality where no one would think twice if you just started ah. shooting these things. But I feel like the question implies like you're working at your desk job and these things just sort of seep into the building. So <laughs> you would have to be straight up murdering these creatures like in the light of day. I'd be more well, worried right. about the encroaching dentists. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been I've never been chased by a dentist before, and I don't really know why they would be doing that. But I don't like it. Well, here, yeah, here's that's another question. What do they do? Like you're being chased, but it doesn't say what happens if you're caught. I'm assuming they would kill you, regardless of what kind of creature they were. I feel like dentist that's implied. creatures. <laughs> I mean, they go to school for a long time. It stands to reason they would know what to do when they caught you. Right. Dentists are like doctors. They can open you up and switch you off, but just they know how to do it through your mouth. Dentists Wait. might just play around with your teeth when they get you, and that's the worst thing ever. <laughs> so, But they might fix everything, you know, no, for free because they're just chasing you. Um, but, I think it's implied but, that they'll kill you because it would be anticlimactic if they wouldn't. Are these examples given in what was sent in, or did you give those examples as an example? Uh, well, Jason said, <laughs> Zombies, ghosts, slash, whatever, and I took whatever to mean dentists. Which truly terrifying from the depths of nightmares. <laughs> right. <laughs> As we've talked about on this show. I feel like I don't know radio is sometimes a podcast about dentists. I gotta say, f- being chased by fast creatures for 30 minutes has its benefit that it's only 30 minutes. And that's some serious cardio. <laughs> and that's some serious cardio. But the, the unpredictability of these creatures is what makes that... N- I'm not sure about it. I feel like I'd much rather go with being chased by slow creatures all day because I can strategize my whole day. If I know what's chasing me and I know how slow they are, I can be like, all right, I'm going to go to the corner of the parking lot and stand there blowing air horn for a little bit. And then I'm just going to run back in work for an hour and I just know what to do. I feel it could be really frustrating, though, because anytime you try to get really into a project, like, say, you're working on something, and then suddenly your door creaks open, and there's just a mass of zombies, like, uh, moving in, and you're like, oh, god damn it, not now. Right, but that, and that's frustrating, but if you have 30 minutes, it takes one wrong move. And then you're done. And then you're done. Yeah, because it is probably, it. it is sprinting. Although I still think I would go for that because I, I, you know, exercise. What better motivation? Well, okay, and you walk like you're getting fucking chased by fast-moving things anyways. Let's point that out every so. single week. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah, you also don't know when that half an hour is going to be. It could be in the middle of the night. Oh. I didn't even think of that. Could yeah. you imagine sitting down on the john, <laughs> home from work, crack open a book, I thought you were going to say and a beer. <laughs> crack open a beer on the toilet, and all of a sudden you got to dive out the window. 
from an angry horde of dentists. Paper in your crack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I still think I would go with the... Uh, I would do the 30 minutes because I spend too long in one place for various periods of the day. I would say that one. I'm going to split it 50-50. I got to go with the slow moving all day. What about you, Chetty? I can't help but fixate on my intense fear of dentists. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the slow option to avoid the dentists. I'm starting to think you'll fit in just fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, think, I think the slow one because... I just don't, I don't, I can't take the stress. No, I'd be in one of my yoga classes or something, and then suddenly be like, bye! (laughs) And everyone's screaming, and no one's gotten a good yoga class. Hopefully everyone in your (laughs) yoga class is like, bye. (laughs) Yeah, but they wouldn't be expecting it. At least I'm expecting it once a day. I mean, you'd always have an excuse to get out of whatever you didn't want to do, right? You could just say, oh, I... Oh, there's the horde of zombies. I gotta, I gotta go. Oh, I just got a text from my spotter. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's a good point, actually. That actually just raised a good question, though, because I think you received this question as it only applies to you. So mm-hmm. only you are chased by these things, right? Or does this apply to everyone? Like everyone is chased for a half an hour by these fast-moving creatures or all day by the slow-moving creatures. I'm assuming it was, like, you because you got cursed by somebody. (laughs) If it includes other people, all you need to do is find someone slower than yourself, (laughs) and you're fine. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Well, if it includes everyone, you could choose the slow-moving option, and you could, like, strategize with other people. Be like, okay, I'm going to work now. You go run around the parking lot and keep them over there. I definitely think it's individual. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're right. It would be too easy. It would be but too easy. Can can there be issues of innocent bystanders? Like, if they're after you, does someone get hurt along the way? That's not you. <laughs> so, so if you pick the fast-moving option, can you just throw some guy on the sidewalk down and, like, and you're good for your 30 minutes today? Just hope that he has bad teeth and the dentist will spring on him. <laughs> Cavities. <laughs> Yeah, well, I wasn't actually thinking that way, Professor, but fine. I was thinking, I was worried that this, if I made this choice, which I didn't, but if I did, that someone would get hurt on my behalf. That's really sweet. You're you're thinking of the greater good. Yeah. And I was thinking of myself. Here's Professor throwing people <laughs> under the bus for the dentist. I mean, that's good life advice. That is true. That is, I mean, to be fair, yeah. <laughs> Living up to that life coaching degree. You still licensed? Yeah. 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 We'll have to dig into that. That's part of the reason. No, no. It's it's okay. It's cool, Chad. Don't don't sweat it. I saw it just yesterday? Yeah. Is that when you showed me? Yeah. Well, usually people display these things, but... Fish sticks topic, topic number two. (laughs) Uh, This one was sent in by Daniel Jake. Daniel asks... Thank you, Daniel. Which superpower would you rather have? Super hearing or super seeing? Straightforward question. Wow. Super hearing or super seeing? I would say... Hearing, because it's possible to see things that you can't unsee, but you, you can unhear things, I suppose. Can you, can you, can you? Un, can you unhear things, though? <laughs> I don't know. How is that different? I, I don't think noises stick the same way in your brain. I don't know. I think if you hear someone getting tortured and see someone getting tortured, you're probably going to remember both things. <laughs> Have, you, so. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Fisher Cat? Yes. Yo. You can't unhear that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's It sounds like someone's killing a little like a child in the middle of the woods. It's ah! it's like the most horrifying sound. Foxes I, are like that too. Yeah, but foxes are cute. Fisher cats may <laughs> may mark the first time I remember as a grown adult peeing my pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um 
Okay, so I think we had one answer on that one. I, um. I, no, I, I would go with super. I would go with super seeing because there's um, super hearing would be really painful because yeah. Think about um, all of the things around us that make really high pitched electronics noise, like all of the oh, transformers yeah. and everything. Some security systems that use um, essentially sonar are emitting constant high frequency sounds. Like you couldn't go to a museum without having your ears blown out by the security system. You'd probably hear cell phones. Like, just transmitting data all the time. Super hearing would probably mean you couldn't hear shit. It, no, no. This is benefits. a superhero. This is a super, like, hero power. So it's going to work. Like, you, what's the point of having, like, if, if Superman could fly, but but only over trees or something? Like, <laughs> I don't know. That wouldn't work too well. So what would be the point of having super okay. hearing if you couldn't, like, sort through? You know, you'd Then in the movies, you would then have that vision where you could see what they were sorting through hearing, and it would, like, cut into all the different sounds as they sort through, what, you know, listening for the boy yelling. But super hearing... <laughs> Superheroes definitely have drawbacks to their powers. It's like like Superman can fly, but he like isn't. It, birds can still hit him. He can still like splat into a V of geese and just be covered in goose guts. He probably like, can avoid that's the them. Same. Though occupational hazards come with being a superhero, and superheroing you would hear electronics all over the place. True, true, and you'd have to sort through more things. On the other side of the coin, the vision could be the same way. Would it not be too much when the light? You'd be super light sensitive all day. You have to hide inside so your eyes don't hurt. I didn't even think of that. Is or it if you have uh, if you don't ha- have a requirement for depth perception? I mean, I'm assuming if you have super sight, you don't have to focus on things. You can see everything in focus all the time. In focus all the time. I mean, I could read your cell phone over your shoulder if you're standing out in the parking lot, but. At the same time, I'm also seeing everything in my peripherals perfectly. And also, what does super seeing mean? Like, yeah, right. Like Chet just pointed out, do you do you see extra wavelengths of light? Can you see like mantis oh, shrimp yeah. have the uh, extra cones <laughs> in their eyes or whatever? What they do? They can see a lot of colors. <laughs> they can oh, see colors you can't imagine. Good old mantis shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> and they can also punch super. They're basically like little superheroes. If mantis shrimp were bigger and not shrimp. We'd all be fucked. We'd be fucking screwed. <laughs> so we'd like, be running from the shrimp instead of the dentist. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. If shrimp, if mantis shrimp were bigger <laughs> and if sloths were faster, we would not be the dominant species anymore. <laughs> I, I, I want to jump back to the first question. Would you rather have fast-moving mantis shrimp or slow-moving <laughs> giant mantis shrimp? Giant mantis shrimp. All, they're both giant. Would you rather have them fast or slow? Wait, what are their abilities again? They can see really well. And they can punch so fast underwater that it creates a cavitation bubble that then collapses with the force of the entire ocean above it. Well, unless we've become subaquatic <laughs> creatures. <laughs> okay, but if you had to face a giant one of those and it could punch you that, it would punch your skeleton out of your fucking body. <laughs> like, but it'd be, good, it'd be good eats if you could catch one. Oh, if you could, I mean, if oh, you could survive true. killing it. <laughs> I came here to kick ass and spray cocktail sauce. (laughs) Right. um. (laughs) I think we all paused because you looked like you were going to say something. I I don't know what to say to that. Um, (laughs) Probably slow, because if they were slow moving, they could only punch in slow motion or something like that. Uh, going to the question that Professor randomly went to, which wasn't the question we were I'm on. I'm sorry. I totally derailed that. <laughs> yeah, we've tied this into a knot. All right. Uh-huh. Go- going, back, <laughs> going back to the question we're on, I would totally pick super seeing because I enjoy music too much. And I think super hearing would absolutely ruin music for oh, me. But live- you could attend concerts from miles away. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> 
<laughs> just get like a, like a gramophone horns for your ears and point them in the right direction. <laughs> I, What's ooh. not much of a superpower if you can't do that anyway? The um, <laughs> <laughs> I got the sniffles today. My allergies are kicking in. I, I think I think Chet's presence is making us nervous, and we don't know what what we're doing anymore. My own presence makes myself nervous, so that's okay. You have oh. you just have this NPR thing about you, Chet. Yeah, that's that was my life goal to work with NPR, and now I'm here with you. So, did you ever work with NPR, or is that just a thing that you wanted? Yes, NPR. Yes, you did. My my public radio. Oh, how was your time with NPR? Glorious and informational, and very highbrow. Highbrow. So all about the highbrow. I can tell because your eyebrows are about a foot above your glasses. Yes. <laughs> I, I do that on purpose. It takes an, an incredible amount of work every morning to what? get them there. Are those real? No. Okay. <laughs> that makes way more sense. I wasn't going to bring it up, but then I did. You just have a personal surpriser at home that just like you wake <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> you, you pay a person to say boo every morning? It gets quite expensive, but yes. <laughs> Yeah, my alarm clock sprays dog pee on my face. <laughs> Wakes me up and my eyebrows shoot straight into the sky. All right, before we move on, <laughs> has everyone answered the question? No. Super seeing. Super seeing. Super seeing. Hearing. Super hearing. I'm already way too light sensitive. I, I can't accept that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like, all right. Fair enough. Plus, I, I feel like I'm going with super seeing because supervisors never have to do anything. That is your <laughs> fish sticks topic topics for the day. Thanks to everyone who submitted things. We got our first song of the show. This one's this is fun. We uh, figured we branch out genre wise. This is a rap song. It's called "Get Pickled" by Chrissy Q. You're gonna love it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It's Chrissy Q, it's very nice to meet this. I'm covering these instrumentals like the solar eclipse. From the fetus, I'ma beat this. I'ma take the shit and I'ma clean this. I'ma bake it quick, but never leave this. Better take the fifth, you never leave it. Yeah. I'm fluent with my humor, roll it up and we gon' lose it. Living life while I'm cruising, I'ma fight for my movement, I'ma fight for my demons, I'ma fight for my human. As I do it, I be music, I'ma use it. God damn, God damn. People say that I'm a man, people say that I'm a god, people say that I be damned. But fuck them, fuck them, live in love, I'm sinning, duck or win and trust them. Turn myself into a pickle, Morty. Boom! Big reveal. I'm a pickle. What do you think about that? I turned myself into a pickle. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Bobby me right now. Uh-huh. She started beating and then transformed and tried to fly away. Strange. That's usually the man's job. You know what I'm talking about, Marty? Wow. Yeah. 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 Yeah, my feet on the ground okay. And this weed smelling loud Brain is feeling this sound So come vibe with me now okay. So come feel how I'm feeling This portal's yeah. yeah. got me yeah. out Show my me I'm breaking you, believe me This portal isn't moving till my brain up and TV I'm thinking like I'm gone and I'm drinking till I bomb And I'm smoking on that bomb and you're choking on the song Cause I'm coming with a rap, Einstein couldn't okay. match that Rhymes on my backpack, time is okay. an abstract Mind to get past all the signs, couldn't catch that Lines blowing half to the fine with a stash at, huh? <laughs> Get pickled. <laughs> it's Chrissy Q on 1091 WIDK I don't know radio. You can check out more of Chrissy Q's music at soundcloud.com slash Chrissy Q music. 
I love it. I love the Rick and Morty drop. I love Absolutely. the vibe. When that bass kicked in, I started vibing on it. I know. Chair dancing over here. It's a lot of fun. What did you think, <laughs> Chet? Not really my scene. I, I tend to listen to music of, of older generations. Ah, so like... Such that would be on, on NPR. So, oh, so then you're talking about like um, those, what are those monks that do the, the growling? Oh, yes. Gregorian the growling? Yes. <laughs> That's more... Growling. The growling of old Catholic men is really what, what, what I like for music. <laughs> oh, God, Chet. It I, never gets better than MPR. MPR. <laughs> oh, gosh. Chet, I think you're a candidate to end up on this segment someday. I Don't Know Radio is not responsible for any actions you take as a result of the life advice presented here. Call 304-566-WIDK with your problems and the professor will solve them. It's the professor's life de-stressor. Today's professor life de-stressor is brought to you by Cashier Face. Tired of dragging a smile out of the depths of hell to plaster on your face for every grumpy ass comes <laughs> for every grumpy ass customer through your bloody line over and over and over again? Put on a cashier face so you can fr- <laughs> so you can frown the day away without getting into trouble. Coming soon, cashier voice. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like a product worth buying. Is it just like one of those masks, like the plain white masks that you get at like Party City? <laughs> it's probably not a very highbrow product. <laughs> but you'd be surprised. Keeping composure in situations is actually key to, to being highbrow. <laughs> I think we're going to have to reach out and ask for uh, a sample of this product. Yeah, we're yeah. Gonna, I'm excited for cashier voice. That's I can't nice. wait for that. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay, today's uh, professor life de-stressor involves a lost kangaroo. This was sent in. This was sent into us. Oh, good idea. Is that uh, the professor? Yeah, my mate kangaroo has been lost, right? Oh, sorry, sorry. My name's uh, my name's Dave. My mate kangaroo has been lost. We use his kangaroo to wax our surfboards. We can't really go surfing unless we have uh, his kangaroo. His kangaroo's name is Bonza. I'm just wondering, well, if you could do a call out for him. He's got two big feet, the pouch in the middle, and he's carrying a bottle of surf wax. But we need him back ASAP, mate, back back in the garage surfing our boards because uh, we can't get out otherwise. There's a ripper of a swell coming in. Anyway, if you wouldn't mind doing for, that for us, that'd be great. Cheers. Bonza. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so a missing kangaroo. Uh, Bonza, if you're listening. Bonza, yeah. He he did ask for us to, to give Bonza a call. So perhaps at the end of the segment, we can shout out to Bonza. Do, do Bonza, do Bonzas, do kangaroos have fingers? <laughs> they do. Uh, yes. yes. They do? I okay. think they're mostly formed into a fist, though. I don't know. Yes, if for they, punching. No. I don't know if they are like... <laughs> Yeah, they can. <laughs> All right, Bonza, find yourself a cell phone, 304-566-WIDK. Why don't you call into the show? Professor, do you have anything on this? I don't even I, know what you say. I mean, well, losing your kangaroo is very stressful. As we all know. Let alone one you've trained to wax your surfboards. Right. I would imagine. Um, I mean, what I my limited knowledge of kangaroos is that they eat grasses and flowers, uh, certain leaves or ferns or moss and even insects. <laughs> um, kangaroos, like cows, actually regurgitate their food um, and Ugh. rechew it. That's a little bit too much information. Before, <laughs> before it's ready to be um, totally digested. And they do keep their juvenile kangaroos in the pouch. Is that what that's for? That is what that's for. The pouch. Clearly, this kangaroo is using it for... 
Is the surfboard gang- wax. Yes, kangaroo <laughs> keeping the bottle of surf wax in the pouch? I don't know. I mean, I, how do you train a kangaroo to wax a surfboard? I imagine you'd have to train it that the surf wax is its like, joey. Is its joey, right. Well, but then it, you'd be asking it to smear its child all over every surfboard. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like, I mean, they already regurgitate their food. How weird is it for them to come up with rubbing their kid on stuff? I have a feeling that this kangaroo has not been well acquainted with many other kangaroos, so it doesn't know what is normal. Also, I'd like to mention that uh, the caller said he, but oh, that uh, is true. With a pouch? Do all well, kangaroos? I, think they have, all, I, I would think they would all have pouches. I Do they? Think the mothers care for the young, or is it like a seahorse thing? Because they're born no, into not. the pouch. They're born into it, and then they because <laughs> they're marsupial. You can't come upon the pouch, man. You're born into the pouch. The pouch is in your blood. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Joey so, <laughs> coming straight from the pouch. <laughs> uh, after a quick, a quick search on the internet, you um, can say Google. Okay. <laughs> after, after a quick Google search, I believe that male kangaroos do not have pouches. Um, oh shit! Yeah, because it's, my conception of the world is is shattered. Yeah. Well, it, also, this article is not being very. <laughs> it's not being very serious it says the mother's pouch provides a safe place for her babies to stay until they grow large enough to survive outside of the pouch um male kangaroos who want a pouch simply have to wear pants (laughs) (laughs) so So obviously written by a biologist but but kangaroos wearing pants leads me to believe that one waxing surfboards might not be so strained it might be normal we i've never been to australia i don't know I think the best bet for, for you to find your lost kangaroo, Bonzo? Bonza. Bonza. Uh, I, I apologize. Uh, I mean, get some leaves and ferns together. Just like prep a, bouquet? A, prep a nice An apology? hearty bouquet meal for Bonza. Maybe get a new uh, bottle of surfboard wax. Maybe pay him better. Obviously, he left to find better prospects. Offer him health benefits. Wait, I mean, okay, I'm sorry. I don't want to be cold-hearted. I am certainly, I'm sorry they're missing their pet kangaroo because a missing pet is always sad, right? But why can't they wax their own surfboards? If this is so distressing... Yeah, you know, he said he can't surf without the... I wonder if these... Maybe they don't know how. Maybe they don't have hands. Okay. It must be a cultural thing. Yeah, <laughs> it could be a cultural thing. That's why kangaroos were invented. <laughs> Was to wax her. Just find a different kangaroo. Or a friend with hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now taking applications for friends. Hands only. Hands must, <laughs> must have hands. Four years experience minimum with hands. That was a weird sentence. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm saying you should bait the kangaroo back. <laughs> I mean, there's probably... Clearly everyone else here has a different opinion. There's fucking (laughs) probably dumpsters full of kangaroos in Australia. (laughs) Like, just go get another one, slap some pants on, and give it some armor all, and tell it to do its thing. I'd say (laughs) get the kangaroo its own surfboard. Maybe he just needs to know he can practice his waxing skills for himself. Yeah, maybe. (gasps) That's a good point. Are they missing a surfboard? Maybe he's surf. Maybe oh. he's surfing. Yeah, Dave, <laughs> do an inventory on that surfboard, man. <laughs> Bonza might be out there catching that ripper. I think it's safe. To, oh, you know what was that movie with the kangaroo in it? Oh yes, the you know what I'm kangaroo talking about. movie. Are you shitting me right now? And he now? had like a sweatshirt on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, well, he's not shitting <laughs> no, me. No, no. It's like Kangaroo Jack or something. That's it. 
It's like but the only movie trained... featuring a kangaroo, I think. Was that? Is it actually a kangaroo? Actually and for some start. reason, people were trying to catch him for some amount of money or something. Yeah. What? As humans do. I think he was yeah. like... What's the plot of Kangaroo Jack? I've never heard this. Uh, we're going to have an, another Googling going on. <laughs> we're going to have another show. Google search. <laughs> Kangaroo Jack plot. Wasn't that the Dingo Stole My Baby? Was that that movie? Oh, t- okay. Two guys have to deliver money to the mob. <laughs> and they somehow the kangaroo, the kangaroo accidentally mob. come over. <laughs> the kangaroo <laughs> is stuffed with money. <laughs> Not if his name is Jack. <laughs> okay, I don't think he does surf. I don't think he says. I mean, he wears a sweatshirt. So he wears a sweatshirt. Oh, oh, so he I wanted his own pouch. Yeah. Oh, so, my God. Oh, I'm oh, willing wow. to bet Bonds is surfing. Yeah. Also, what's up with people putting kangaroos in clothes? I don't <laughs> like, why is that a thing that happens? Well, people in America put dogs in clothes all the time. Maybe. Who's to say Australia? the kangaroos didn't put themselves in the clothes? I guess that's true. <laughs> all right. I think we've boiled this down <laughs> to a. It's, and then and then we swallowed it form. and then shat it out <laughs> into the pile that was that fucking segment. <laughs> Bonza. Very low fat. Yeah, Bonza. Bonza. Let's give Bonza a shout out. Bonza. Bonza. Oh, in harmony. Bonza. 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 Stop fucking surfing and go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, so then uh, we got a word from our sponsors next. Or are we going into... You literally have a clock in front of you. God, I'm so sorry. This is not good. He's going to shut us down. Yeah, we are... (laughs) We're going to commercial. Hi, my name is Willie Neston. And my name is Halbert Norbert Huckby. And the apocalypse is coming. Whether you want it to or not. So you better be ready. Act fast or your ass is grass. Damn it, Hal. I told you not to say that. Oh, come on, Willie. Have some levity. No, Hal. This is serious. Like the apocalypse. Yeah, exactly. In the apocalypse, you need three things. A place to sleep, a place to eat, and a place to pee. Don't pee outside, because the air is full of radiators. Yeah, take it from Hal, the voice of experience. I am old and wise. For just $10 a month, you can subscribe to Hal and Willie's Guide to the Nuclear Apocalypse. It's a video series about survival. And if you want to play some board games, Willie won't do that with me anymore. You see, you don't have to pay for it. Damn it, Hal! These guys need all the help they can get. Seriously, send in your best questions for Fish Sticks Top Pick Topics. Reveal your most burning personal issues to the professor by emailing them a voice memo or leaving a voicemail at 304-566-WIDK. Give Lulu something weird to review. If you have a commercial script, they'll read it. Also, if you're a musician and you want them to play your song, they'll probably do that too. The bar is honestly pretty low. Email all of your submissions to I don't know radio at gmail.com. Also, if for some reason you actually enjoy this dumpster fire of a show, rate it five stars on iTunes. But make sure you leave an angry, scathing review in the text box just because I think that'd be kind of funny. They'll do just about anything. Send it to I don't know radio at gmail.com. From your haircut to an egg salad sandwich you made, Lulu will rate it. It's Lulu's viewer reviews. Okay, today's viewer review is brought to you by... Give me a moment. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, Bob's Slobs. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, I think our printer is broken. As Brought much to you by as- what? Bob Slob's Fixing Knobs. Did your knob break? Does it not turn good no more? <laughs> <laughs> Bob Slob's will probably fix those knobs almost like it's their job. <laughs> Which is good. <laughs> like Maybe the they r- fix printers as well. <laughs> what on earth? I like the rhyme scheme in that I- one. <laughs> Bob's slobby knobs. What is it? Bob's slobs fixing knobs. Bob's <laughs> slobs fixing knobs. Fucking cliff. Bob Slobs will probably fix those knobs almost like it's their job. You know, that has Cliff Cliff written all over it. Yeah, it does. And since you're here, Chet, maybe to make us a little more highbrow, you can look into that printer being fixed. uh, I think the best move is to to, to buy a new one. Um, Oh, you're one of those. uh, I'd like to just start from the ground floor, and um, the printer's on the floor, so it's a good place to start. Look, we lose funding every week. Yeah. Would you like to fund us? For I, don't know if you, I don't know if you noticed on the way in as you passed by the tannery and then the fish shop, but we're kind of situated in a bit of a shitty building because we kind of suck, Chet. Why do you think I'm here? I, I don't know, but if I see it in my paycheck while you're here, I'm going to be pissed. I bet you're good friends with Cliff. Yes. Figures. No way. You know Cliff? Yes. We go boating every other Tuesday. God Fucking Cliff. <laughs> that son of a bitch. He has a really nice boat, too. Have, you guys, have me, you guys seen it? He told me he did charity runs. I asked Cliff to help me move. It is a charity run. We, we, we put our chairs on the boat, and, and we, we run with it. We sit I on our chairs on the boat. I fucking hate both and- of you. <laughs> immensely. Lulu? <laughs> Lulu, I'm take it over. i something that is not the situation. Um, okay, so the item to be reviewed today was sent in by Brian Perry. Thank you, Brian. Um, because I am so grateful that we got a bunch of things sent in, which has saved me much struggle and sadness in my life. Um, but thank you for responding to that. So, um, I did not, I did not do my usual. I usually try to give my, uh, co-host some clues and I didn't do that because I suck. But, um, so I don't, I don't know if I should just come right out with it or I can make this complicated. Well, upon seeing what it is, it makes your initial intro I'm curious because you said it's something that is used for something that it isn't. Meant for one thing, but used for many. And I'm really curious about what that is. <laughs> so I'm going to do a really boring review about butter knives today. <laughs> There's no, nothing, nothing boring about a good butter knife. No, yeah. it's hard to find a really good butter knife. At least one of us will be amused by this. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. Ah. <laughs> At least you're not on the edge of a butter knife. <laughs> Though it wouldn't do you much harm, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, a butter knife. I say it's meant for one thing, because it's called a butter knife. Oh. Why is it called a butter knife if it's not meant for butter? Why would it not be called just a dull knife? Or a cutlery knife, not a steak knife? You know, why is it called a butter knife? A safe knife. A safe knife? <laughs> safety knives. <laughs> <laughs> like safety scissors, like those kind of the plastic kinds you had in school. Or safety pins. Or safety uh, pins, which are not fucking not safe. Not safe. They're safer than pins. That's fair. Fair. Yeah, but a safety <laughs> pin is like a safety gun. <laughs> like, oh, it's a gun. For safety. Right. <laughs> I disagree with that statement, but we're not reviewing safety pins at the moment. 
So we have a butter knife. So butter knives. Which we do use for butter. I do, anyway, right? Also, I, the I found t- that to be true. The TSA uses butter knives to get into luggage without having to undo luggage locks. Because if you press a butter knife against the edge of a zipper, you can separate it. That's, m- that's messed up. That's true, yeah. So uh, when you put luggage locks on, it doesn't stop anybody. Your lock will still be on. Even if you zip tie, like, they don't have to. They just push they, through. They will do what they need to to search for luggage if they decide that is necessary, which is why I never put a luggage lock on. But they butter knife anything. I just thought that was an interesting tidbit. Also, if you put a luggage lock on, you can't get into your bag. Use a butter knife. Then you can seal it back up by running the zipper over it. That's why I, I'm, sew, I, don't know I why. sew all my bags <laughs> shut. <laughs> Just carry a seam ripper on the plane. Exactly. <laughs> That's not a big deal. That's hard to get in, but they let it go. It's very hard to threaten someone with a seam ripper. Like, uh, I'll unclothe you very slowly. <laughs> if you stay still. Hold on. <laughs> let me just get your hem. Get ready for a non-consensual strip tease. <laughs> like, okay. fucked up. Um, <laughs> so we use butter knives for butter, which is true. And that is not a false statement to call it a butter knife. But it is not just a butter knife, is it? As we pointed out (laughs) (laughs) multiple times so far. I'm very confused. I I, I can't say that I've ever used a butter knife for something other than butter. Well, how many kinds of knives do you have, Mr. Highbrow Fancy Mansion? I I have a lot. A lot. Oh, okay. I I have a drawer just for butter knives. Just for? uh, A drawer full of just butter knives. Yes. Are I they have. all the same or are they different? Well, they're for different kinds of butter. I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave right now. <laughs> what do you mean different kinds of butter? Store-bought butter, tub butter, farm butter. Is uh. is, is <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hold on. Don't you buy most of these things at the store? <laughs> no, you buy farm butter from a farm. Okay, a farm store? No, you you go to the farm and you ask them for butter and you say Hey, I need farm butter. So they say, hold on, let me just churn you up some. <laughs> usually, yes. <laughs> I, Chet, oh. I have an idea. Have you ever had a smoke of cola? <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that they're, I have. They're really good. <laughs> Chet, I, I'm going to crack one open. I've been trying to quit, but. <clears throat> Chet, I want you to try this. I, I take a rip of this smoke of cola. <laughs> you know it works when it feels like it went down the wrong pipe. I, uh, I've no, never given into peer pressure before. Um, come on, Chet. Th- we aren't peers. You're like 60. Try it. Try the smoke a cola. Smoke a cola. Smoke a cola. Smoke a cola. Yeah! Yeah! How you feel, Chet? I can't stop thinking about my butter knives at home. Okay, It'll bringing us in. right around because apparently Lulu's re- viewer reviews. I don't know why I bothered begging for people to submit things because we just talk about other things anyway. Look, I'm just trying to get Chet to loosen up a little bit. This guy's got a fucking drawer full of butter knives. I think he just needs a little smoke of cola and we'll just ease him into it. Yeah, okay, so, so first step, Chet. I'm not really approving of the peer pressure into smoking things, but that aside, I think you're... you're, (sighs) It is sminking. Right. Uh, Your first step is going to be to take one of your butter knives and put it in a different drawer with the other knives. I don't think the other knives would like that very much. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, So, (laughs) butter knives. I think they're pretty cool because... 
defying the fact that they were called butter knives from the start, at least to our memory, um, they have defied all odds and been used for everything from cutting up your toast with eggs on it <laughs> to, <laughs> to shush to <laughs> to opening luggage so i'd say they're pretty fantastic i use butter knives to cut cheese i but they've just, they've broken that's, the mold yeah that's monstrous Chet, do you, do you not have a let, cheese knife let it go chet i do it was just once a butter knife and then it becomes a butter knife again when i put it in the sink it's a dairy product. It's okay. The reasons for my being here grow increasingly apparent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, butter knives are versatile. Butter knives are versatile, and they are strong. They have defied the misconception that people have placed upon them without be they. They never asked to be called butter knives, did they? They, they broke the mold. They excelled when boundaries were imposed upon them, and they broke ahead of things. Three fucking cheers for butter knives. Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! And now I'm done with my review. <laughs> I, I did not think we were actually going to do three cheers. So I am really surprised. You said it, so we <laughs> so did. That it. was weird. The follow through on that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That is a f- f- wow. I have a new idol, and it is a butter knife. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna uh, drop right into our second song here. This is Nightlife by Ashby and the Oceans. Check them out at Ashby and the Oceans. It's oceans with two N's. Bandcamp.com. This is I don't know radio. Life. 
thousand miles and a dying dream Is this the way it's gonna be? Don't wanna fall asleep at the wheel Can you tell me how does it feel? There's gotta be somewhere we can go Headlights and starlight A highway and a map unfolds I want a nightlife A nightlife I want a nightlife Okay 1091 WIDK Adeno Radio. It's Ashby and the Oceans. Check out more of their music at ashbyandtheoceans.bandcamp.com. Oceans is oceans with two N's. Interesting sound. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it's kind of got like a loose, modest mouse vibe, but not a yeah. modest mouse sound. Yeah. Just a vibe. It's a more electronic. Uh, it's like Head in the Heart with Chip Tune yeah. in it. <laughs> I can feel that. You know? Yeah. yeah. So we have. Um, as if you've listened this far, you already know. We have Chet Chetson. What is what is it? Chesterfield C. Chetson. We're going to call you Chet Chetson. It's Chet. Chet Chetson. No, no. It, Chet Chetson. Chetster- Get ready. Chesterfield. You're taking over Mulch's segment. Oh. Here's your intro. Okay. He digs through the stories and wipes off the dirt. The landscape of journalism could use a little mulch. It's Mulch's News Garden. The segment is brought to you by Better Bulge. Small package? Better Bulge has three sizing options for maximum wow. Choose between small, gifted, or horse. Slide it in your pants and get your fake on. Better Bulge. Oh, shit. I think the smoking cola is kicking in. You just came out of your shell right there and rocked it. I, uh... I have something very pressing I would like to, to bring to our viewers' attention today in an attempt to educate them about the ways of the world. Um, I'm listening. Peppa Pig, a popular children's figure, has been banned in China for promoting gangster attitudes. Oh, no, Peppa. Um, Her likeness has become popular on a subculture of Internet users who hold anti-establishment views and gangster attitudes. And users have reportedly been using the character in subversive memes, spoof videos, in the context of vulgar or lewd jokes. What's though? Like Peppa, Peppa Pig. Pig. What is it with double P named cartoon characters? Because that's like, that's essentially like the Chinese Pepe, like Pepe the Frog that got co opted by the right wing and turned into horrible right. memes. Except this is like Peppa Pig is being co opted by gangsters. I, I hesitate to, um, to define the term gangster. Um, I've never been to China. I don't know. I'm old. I like to think that maybe it's it's like the 30s again over there, but... You mean like they're, <laughs> they're driving around in those like little... Um, oh, like, yeah, her- it's Peppa Pig, she... Yeah, those like hearse cars. <laughs> yeah, Peppa Pig, blah, 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 take that. Blah, give us all your money. But there's apparently a huge boom of Peppa Pig tattoos, um, even, even in a temporary no fashion, um, to denote that you're lewd and you're vulgar and you're hip. That is hilarious. So Peppa Pig splayed across your arm. That's fucking. That is absolutely hilarious. And and this is actually quite uh, an, an issue that touches home with me 
um, for my kids, they, they love the Peppa Pig. Um, and I guess I didn't realize the horrible subculture I was exposing them to. Oh. Next thing you know, your kid's going to have a Tommy gun. And tattoos. <laughs> and tattoos. <laughs> when, when they come up to me and they, and they say, I'm Peppa Pig. Like, I, 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 I really, I guess I didn't grasp the meaning there. That they, that they were, yes, fighting against the man and rising up. Oh, no. Uh, oh, shit. I feel really bad for you. No, your kids are going to have, like, fucking mustaches tomorrow. Uh, and they're going to come up to you. Well, <laughs> I, like, I would actually be quite proud of them, for I, I cannot actually grow my own mustache. Just wonderful eyebrows. Oh, wait, they're fake. <laughs> that explains... <Ooh. laughs> Parts of them are real. Pa- I don't even... <laughs> I just want to reiterate that you could fit, like, a large sandwich between your top of your eyes and the bottom of your eyebrows. I have, and I will do it again. Put a sandwich there? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think there's something about you you're not telling us. I think maybe they made a mistake in choosing you to try to reform us. I think you're going to become one of us. I think, oh, yes. <laughs> I think you got fired from MPR. <gasps> the truth surfaces? So you, Question mark? so you saw my resume then. <laughs> oh, holy shit, no. <laughs> that, was like, that was a straight up left field guess. Here we were just trying to give you the shakedown and we cracked the egg. It's, 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 it's quite embarrassing, actually. Uh, I, I might not be qualified to be delivering this segment, and I'd like to apologize for the viewers for misinforming you oh, with it, my lack of education. Both of them don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Chet. This segment's all about spilling the dirt. What the fuck happened at NPR? Well, uh, the brow got too high, as they say. Uh, Is this figuratively or literally? <laughs> Well, I'd like to think figuratively because I, I hide behind the radio, but uh, I, I went for a meet and greet and it, it just didn't go well with the viewers. They fixated on my strange brows and I got it, shuffled it, here. Did it become, wait, wait, wait. Did it become a meet and retreat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I didn't notice the crowd was, was already viewing me while I balanced my sandwich between my brows as I do. And, well, the, the, the pictures got out of hand, and I just had to leave. Oh, okay. I was going to say... Is, this is brow discrimination. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Like, and do you want to know what discrimination is? Very low brow. Yeah. Something I've never identified with. And we don't discriminate here. So, actually, we're really highbrow. We're, we're like halfway highbrow. We're highbrow, but low bar. That's it. Is it like a raised eyebrow, maybe? Like, we're only one highbrow, so, like... See, that's something I can I can get behind. The, the one raised brow is... That's a classy move. We're a raised brow show. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need a, a new logo. <laughs> Beat that stupid triangle arrow bullshit. We'll have like a raised brow in a classy manner. Although we already had that sign made. Um, wow. Okay. So, Chet, yes. I was surprised because that, that you got fired from a radio job for something appearance related. But now that we know that the pictures got out of hand with the fans and the sandwiches on your forehead. Well, you see, when pi- people picture a, a comforting voice delivering them news and the safety of their own home, they don't like to be jarred and disgusted by a giant brow mm, or aroused and, and I'm, and I'm, I've never experienced that reaction um, I'm still searching for it I have not found it well you have kids 
Yes. I, I, I don't mean to be aroused by. <laughs> I, I meant that at some point my, someone else my was. Own, my own arousal is not indicative of another's. He, I was, the he producer could have adopted. Just, we don't the, know. You'd be rubbing this in. The producer just spit his coffee against the window. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Hit the dump button. <laughs> Are we ever going to get back to the Peppa Pig story? Yes. My question. Uh, <laughs> Peppa Pig is promoting gangster attitudes in China. You get a tattoo of Peppa Pig, people know you're tough. You are a thug. Yeah. That's like that's like bronyism taken to an extreme. Nothing against bronies, but it's like people adopting something that is not, you know, geared towards them cuz like the target audience of My Little Pony is obviously younger kids, uh-huh. but there's a bunch of adults that really like My Little Pony, and, and that's do a super lot of cool. Fucked up stuff with it. They do not. No. Oh yeah, they do. No, that's 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 a misconception. There's actually a whole lot of people who just like it because of the values it expresses and how positive it is. I looked into the, this. The, val- the values of ponies. The, of My Little Pony. The whole show is like friendship is magic, and it's about being positive and helping people. Because I looked into that, because like, oh, it's stupid and fucked up. But no, there's like. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that you had divulged the like actual subcultures of yeah no bronies that's it's, very interesting i'd like yeah. to present a solid raised brow towards your research into these bronies seriously look it up like because I, I i did the same thing i was like oh it's fucked up and weird it's not it's actually perfectly normal there are just some fucked up and weird people There's just some fucked up weird people as there are in any group of any people doing anything but this peppa pig thing is sort of like the extreme of that because peppa pig is obviously geared towards the younger kids and well, well, here's an example of how it's it's presented to these these older audience. Um, they take a lewd rap song, and they, you know, insert dirty lyrics here, and they they put a little pepper quote, and it says, "I like this. It's very grown up." Now that oh, that is a sentiment ah. that that I think a lot of people can resonate with, wanting to be grown up. They're memeing it, is what they're doing. They're yes, they're memeing it. I'm not quite sure what a meme is yet, and I haven't figured that out. But yes. meme either. Me, <laughs> you sick person, Lulu. Are you like gunning for Father of the Year in the local newspaper awards? Because you've been like a fucking dad joke fountain over there. I'm sorry. God, Chet's the fucking sixty-two-year-old. So I have a question. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, does it always have to be an animal, or are we in danger of something happening with Pippi Longstocking? Because we've got the double P's, right? You know? Well, I think I think it might be a fixation with animals because Winnie the Pooh was is kind of the old news now. Like Winnie the Pooh was the the previously the the big bad icon over in China. You know, if you were if you were a bad mother, you got Winnie the Pooh tattooed on your forehead. Oh, that's right. But that's be- yeah, because they used to compare the Chinese president Xi Jinping to Winnie the Pooh. Yes, yes, <laughs> and it's actually super funny. <laughs> forgot about that, that is insane yeah and uh he he blocked didn't he like block winnie the pooh or something in that country well no, you can't even search it? for it online yeah because people were using the, the, it. the major image that was blocked was a uh, an image of, of winnie the pooh hugging a jar of honey that just said find the thing you love and stick with it oh right because he removed term limits and so now yes. he's like permanent permanent perma president yes presiderma you mean dictator Yes. <laughs> yes, it is exactly what I mean. Permaprez. 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 <laughs> Permanent <Yeah>. prez. <laughs> the president is dryer safe. You know, you know it, it'd be interesting if this Peppa, the Peppa Pig thing affected American culture in some way. 
It doesn't it though? Does I just I I was thinking how people always call cops pigs. Mm. But like if Peppa Pig suddenly becomes this big oh, thing. Oh, so it might change the connotation. Might change of the, the connotation. Word pig. People might not call cops pigs anymore. They might be like, You're a gangster, you're a pig. Oh jeez. And then oh, that that's very confusing. I mean, we live in a world of shifting language constantly. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. You're one mean Peppa over there. Like one mean one Peppa. mean Peppa. <laughs> We only eat sausage and pepper sandwiches because it's part of our culture. Because like like bloods don't say anything that have a C in it because Crips and there's a really I think so. That I must remember reading be that difficult. <laughs> <laughs> That's very limiting. That's not a joke. Don't laugh. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just something I've never experienced. A joke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. All right. Oh my gosh. Oh. Spray paint Peppa on your local brick walls. That is Mulch's news garden. Or sorry, Chet Chetson's newsy garden of news. Yes. 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 And uh, chest. It always is chest of news. I don't know. Sorry. Chet Chetson's news chest. We can't pay for new liners, so like it's just gonna be it's gonna be Mulch's news guy. Uh, you guys can't really pay for much of anything. No, we can't no. at the current like the new printer that you suggested we get. It would be beneficial, it which would. we can't pay for. <laughs> yeah, you know what else would be beneficial? Getting fucking paid. If wishes were horses. I mean, you guys blew you blew two years budget on on a pizza guy. We didn't know they were going to charge for that, though. That's the thing. Like, if anything, you think billable hours are something you should look into when hiring new personnel. We thought that if anything, they'd be comping Mulch's gas because we ordered the pizza. We just kept him in here for a while. No one else is ordering pizzas at four thirty in the morning, so we didn't think they really needed him. You know, the show's only an hour long. We go on air at five. We get off air at six. You can go back to delivering pizza. Those fucking bastards. I'm going to have a word with them, and hopefully, we can get Mulch back next week. Although I have, a, I have a strange feeling that Chet's going to end up being a permanent fixture, whether he's staring at us through the glass or in here <laughs> in the room. I actually have a deep-seated fear of staring through glass, so I will be, I will be in the room. Oh, good. Oh, good. Uh, oh, good. This is also kind of unfair. We're now pressuring someone to be like the rest of us, and that's, you know, this is like, this is back to butter knives. Are they only for butter? <laughs> People have to do things their segments. own way. Now, I'm just wondering how long this, 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 this drink that you made me drink is going to make me feel this way. At least a week. That's the show. <laughs> Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. You got to say it, Chet. Baba Ganoush? Congratulations. That's some time of your life that you're never going to get back, and you spent it listening to these idiots. Not that I want to encourage this kind of behavior, but I am contractually obligated to remind you that you can call 304-566-WIDK, email Radio at gmail.com, or find Radio on Facebook. Personally, I'd block all of those, but thanks for listening to I Don't Know Radio.